Mulayam Singh Yadav, founder of the Samajwadi Party and three-time Chief Minister of Uttar Pradesh, is no more. Coming from a humble background, Yadav made his way into politics and was a symbol of resistance to the rise of BJP's aggressive nationalism. His demise has created a vacuum in Indian politics. Yadav lives behind a rich legacy, with his son being the next face of the Samajwadi Party. How will his absence affect the Samajwadi Party? How did Yadav play a significant role against the BJP? What was Yadav's earlier career like? Hello and welcome to BL Podcast. I'm Nabodita Ganguly. Today I'm joined by Purnima Joshi, Chief of Bureau, Business Line. Hi Purnima, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks Nabodita. So my first question would be, as we all know, Mulayam Singh Yadav passed away today and he has played a very important role in Indian politics as a whole. So how was his early career? See, someone like Mulayam was quite remarkable in the way that he came from a completely non-political family, farming family. His father, in fact, wanted him to be a wrestler, which he was for a while. He was quite addicted to wrestling Mulayam, from an early age. And he was spotted at the wrestling ring by his very early mentor, a guy called Nathu Singh. He was an MLA from a neighboring constituency called Jaswant Nagar in central UP. And he got then sort of... Somehow, he joined the social justice movement. Basically, at that time, the socialists were fairly active. And mm-hmm. people like Ram Manohar Lohia who were getting more and more disenchanted with the Congress. And so for the next 10 years or so, he was engaged with that kind of politics. He also got elected as uh, MLA in 1967. He was just 28 years old at that time. Remarkable for someone who came from a farming community, from a village, to be so political from such an early age. And then... From 1967 onwards, this journey into the kind of politics that the Gandhian socialists espoused, you know, which is which promotes affirmative action in a certain way, talks about caste in a certain way. It talks about a certain vision of the country, which is rooted in social justice, which is um, like Ambedkar said right at the beginning of our Republican life, is that in India, unless you achieve social justice, law and constitution and will remain a piece of paper. You know, because society is so segregated and on caste lines. Hmm. And uh, these stratifications are so deeply elemental to our society. Rule of law will not be applicable till you achieve some level of equality in terms of, you know, our social stratification. So uh, they were ideological in a certain way. They believed in a certain vision of of the country. And post-emergency, this became quite pronounced. Because they joined hands, the socialists were joined by the RSS, actually. They were fairly active in the anti-emergency movement. After the emergency in the Jantadal government, Mulayam became a minister in UP. So from then on, he joined hands with Chaudhary Charan Singh in Loktal and later became chief minister about 1989, the first time he became chief minister. Till then, Jantadal was a unit and Mulayam was in and out of it. And then he launched his own party, Samajwadi Party, in 1992. He was a very, very effective campaigner and led the backward caste movement. In a certain way, made alliances with uh, with Kashiram during the Ramjan movie movement. So it was fairly remarkable that 1992 demolition of Babri Masjid. And uh, 
UP was a battleground for the Hindutva forces. But in 1993, he joined hands with Kashiram and came to power. So at that time, this was largely perceived as the politics of Mandal having defeated. Hmm. So very effective campaigner, very shrewd strategist and a powerful leader. The Yadavs, he got this very effective sort of alliance of Muslims and the Yadavs in UP, which was seen as very kind of indefatigable and remained politically relevant for over four decades. So Mulayam was a fairly remarkable social justice, socialist leader of a certain type. And along with Lalu Yadav in Bihar, they reigned supreme for almost three, four decades. But now that politics is, again, the politics of Mandal has is met with a very strong challenge from the politics of Kamandal again. You know, the aggressive brand of religious nationalism that the BJP practices. Hmm. And with Narendra Modi, they have a, the most powerful sort of articulator of that, that brand of politics and Yogi Adityanath in UP. So Mandal is at, at, you know, is on the back foot right now. And Mulayam, over a period of time, you see what vision and what promise they held is that the brand of politics and the vision and ideology, it's just somehow kind of never delivered its promise in terms of actual political or policy program. For instance, UP in the last three, four decades, has there's been a slide in human development in diocese, in maternal mortality, infant mortality, access to healthcare, access to education. All the education hubs in UP, whether it's Allahabad University or Lucknow University or basic primary and secondary education system, has diminished in UP. So uh, the vision of social justice, the actual delivery on the ground in terms of policy program was not what the promise held. Simultaneously, there, there was a level of strong arm Muslim kind of politics that they practiced. You know, it was it was plagued by controversies and incidents such as, you know, Mayavati was held hostage in a guest house. It became known infamously as the guest house Khan. Okay. And it just became the, the major point of fissure between the Bahujan Samaj Party and the Samajwad, and the Samajwadi Party. Because Mayavati, from then on, never trusted Mulayam Singh Yadav. His party goons kind of surrounded the guest house. She was kind of held hostage there. And it was an imminent threat that she, she faced. And an exhibition of the kind of culture that Samajwadi party then came to symbolize, you know, of this, these muscle men, these, you know, in terms of caste alliances, they made, a, you know, with the entry of Amar Singh, a certain kind of metaphor for corruption evolved heartland politics. And he brought in the Thakurs, the big muscle men of Raja Bhaiya type, who kind of populated Samajwadi party and the kind of politics that they actually practice on the ground. So while this was happening simultaneously, there was clannishness, a certain kind of, you know, family politics that the Yadavs, I mean, they are the biggest clan, even though regional parties are normally uh, not just regional parties, even in the in the so-called national parties, barring the exception of CPM, probably. We all have BJPs populated by dynasts of all sorts. You know, there's Varun Gandhi there, there's Jyotir Aditya Sindhya there. I mean, you name it, they have them, you know. Okay. And the regional parties are appropriated by clans, you know. You have Karunanidhi's clan in BMK, you have Mamta Banerjee and her nephew now, taking over in Trinamool Congress, you know. So a Samajwadi party, but is their case is exceptional even in that kind of context. It is the biggest clan in Indian politics. They are uh, 
there's some 20 members of the clan who are either MPs or MLAs, Mulan's daughter-in-law, son, who's taken Akhilesh Yadav, has taken over the Samajwadi party, his brother Shivpal Yadav, Ram Gopala Yadav, his nephew Dharmendra Yadav. I mean, you name them and then they're there, you know? So this kind of, over a period of time, the absence of political and policy program for social justice, which gets reflected in, you know, like I said, human development indices going down, the absence of healthcare and uh, and education systems in UP. And simultaneously, you have this brand of lumpenism and family clannish politics. So people over a period of time get disenchanted. It is still a relevant party in UP, but it's getting overwhelmed by a brand of aggressive religious uh, nationalism that the BJP sort of espouses and they have an effective leader in uh, Yogi Adityanath. So even though Samajwadi party in the recent pre-assembly elections, they gained about 10 percentage point in UP in terms of vote share. The BJP still won a overwhelming majority. So, you know, at the end of such a amazing career, the legacy that Mulam leaves behind, it sort of belies the promise of social justice. You know, you have a family which has taken over the, the political party. And in terms of legacy of policy making, you have a state which is not really a symbol of shining symbol of any kind of progress or development that you see elsewhere in India. Uh, UP doesn't have any of these, uh, these achievements to showcase. And largely one will have to blame people who have ruled there for the last 30 years. Uh, which is namely Mulayam Singh Yadav and his clan and the Bahujan Samaj party. So that is where that is why the BJP is the beneficiary of this absence of uh, political program, also policy program. Yeah. All right. So do you think now that do you think SP will be in power again in Uttar Pradesh or people will people will want to stick with the BJP only? Well, right now the BJP is very powerful. Although if you notice uh, recently, SP made uh, a gain of 10% in its vote share, which is a huge gain, uh, you know. So they still have their caste alliances intact. So uh, their social base has not diminished, although they face a huge challenge from the BJP. And largely, I believe it's a, it's a crisis of credibility. Uh, like I said, 30 years of governance, you know, where you've been, your father's been chief minister for, for three terms, you've been chief minister once, and mm-hmm. you know, four term for the party as uh, four terms for party in the chief minister's uh, saddle. And the state is in the situation that it is in. Uh, it doesn't speak very highly of you or your brand of politics. So you have to undergo some level of uh, uh, reimagination, you know, recalculation, you need to you need to think of strategy in a new way. But unlike uh, the Dalit movement or Mayavati, for instance, which ha- which has shown no signs of of uh, thinking ahead or looking at leadership in a certain way, looking at strategy in a certain way, Samajwadi Party is still uh, thinking they have a young leader in Akhilesh Yadav. He is not as rooted or grounded as Mulan Singh Yadav was, but he still is a person who's fought his way through through uh, family fishers and so on. And he's taken over the party and he fought a good election uh, this year. So SP is there very much as a relevant political force in UP. It remains to be seen whether they're going to come back to power or not. So the support is still there. 
the support yeah, from very, the very 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 much so you mentioned a lot about mulayam singh yadav being a part of the mandal politics like playing a significant role not necessarily being a part of it mm. or maybe or be the ram janmabhoomi movement so could you elaborate a bit about how he played his roles what were his strategies during that time yeah well like i said they were two fold one is their socialist legacy the second mm-hmm. is the very clever caste alliances that he had with yadavs and muslims and kapurs they were a they were a powerful sort of social congregation also mm-hmm. after uh, vp singh announced the implementation of the mandal commission that was a big social rupture in indian uh, in the in the hindi heartland context uh, particularly where uh, you know the politics of reservation emerged as a very very strong point of uh, of rally for the socialists you know mulan singh yadav in uh, and samajwadi party in up and lalu prashad yadav uh, and the uh, rashtriya janata janata dal in uh, in bihar now bihar is slightly different from up in terms of uh, caste alliances also progress of rjd as a social force which represents the obcs plus the scsts whereas the in up the dalits have congregated by and large bahujan samaj party and now they have shifted with the diminishing of bahujan samaj party and mayawati as a leader uh, the dalits are shifting towards the bjp whereas the other backward castes largely the yadavs which are the biggest uh, have chosen to more, remain with the samajwadi party the muslims have have congregated around samajwadi party from the time of mandal which you know in a reductionist kind of simple way uh is the is the politics of affirmative action is to is the politics of reservation that started with uh, mm. uh which they uh, kind of espoused and and uh, made alliances made made caste alliances it was the backward caste assertion against and uh, against hindutva which was seen as a largely a kind of an upper caste uh, assertion but it you know hindutva also did a lot of social engineering and now it's an all compass encompassing umbrella of all castes so like i said the politics of mandal was mm-hmm. what they were championing uh, for the last 30 years and now it's at at a back foot because while you do backward caste politics and create these kind of identities what have you actually achieved in terms True. of social justice for yes. these people because now if you see a lot of pro reservation movements are emerging again with mm. the with the with the number of castes demanding reservation under various various categories so affirmative action alone without the benefit of universalization of education and so on it doesn't it doesn't yield the uh, the results that you are aiming to achieve which is in terms of social justice and parity of classes and so on you know so that vision like i said was not implemented through policy program by either lalu or mulayam which is why they are facing a big challenge to their identity so how they did it was was uh, uh, their main plan was of course mandal and reservation and uh, making caste alliances and what is largely known as uh, the politics of social justice mm-hmm. as as compared to the politics of religious identity so do you think they can regain their identity well they still do have an identity except that like i said they are facing a huge challenge from hmm. hindutva which is taking away their uh, they're breaking into their social coalitions you know with a large number of obc obc communities gravitating towards hindutva for 
a large number of Dalits gravitating towards Hindutva for yes. So I think the politics of social justice has to reimagine itself okay. and uh, come up with a, with a new political program because simply opposing the BJP cannot be a political program. Because, you know, when when they, when Mulam Singh Yadav or Lalu or, or any of these people were opposing the BJP, they had a program in social justice, in Mandal. They had, a, they had something to offer. Now, what do they have to offer in, in terms of a concrete political program when they oppose the BJP and say it's communal, it's, you know, it's anti-Muslim, etc. Simply saying that doesn't cut any eyes. You need to tell people what you want to deliver in terms of policy and program. So basically, they need to have a true vision in order to regain the trust. Yes, yes, yes. A political program like that. Okay, all right. So after Singh passed away, Narendra Modi tweeted that Mulayan Singh Yadav was a key soldier for democracy during the emergency. Could you elaborate Mulayan yes, Singh yes, Yadav's yes. role? Like I said, they were part of the socialist movement. You know, hmm. socialists were at the fr- forefront of opposing the, opposing, uh, the emergency, which meant suspension of uh, all fundamental rights and all, uh, you know, all basic freedoms. People were jailed uh, during emergency. So... Uh, Mulayam Singh Yadav and uh, uh, and his uh, supporters were at the forefront of, of opposing uh, the high-handedness of the state, which uh, led by Indira Gandhi, which suspended all fundamental rights. So, mm-hmm. in that sense, to champion the cause of of democracy is, you know, he's uh, the prime minister is right about that. You know, democracy was suspended during emergency. And mm. people like Mulam Singh Yadav fought for it. So uh, calling him a champion of democracy is actually right. And how was Mulam Singh Yadav as a defense minister? Well, his track record is not uh, all that uh, sterling during uh, his tenure. I mean, of course, okay. he was, it was a short tenure, just mm-hmm. uh, uh, two years. So all that I can say is that it wasn't marred by any kind of major controversies of the kind that we have seen in defense establishment. All right. Okay. So like we already know that he had a very significant presence. He was the founders of the Samajwadi party. Could you explain as to how he shaped the Samajwadi party? Well, he was the founder and the... Uh, you know the establishment of Samajwadi Party as a as a key political force in UP is entirely due to Mulayam Singh Yadav's efforts. You okay. know he was the he was the foot soldier. Uh, you know he went around in his bicycle from town to town. You know he established uh, a certain identity for it. He was the champ. He was sort of he led the backward caste assertion. Uh, you know and uh, mind you till the till now. It was, uh, you know, till the last assembly election when uh, BJP won a huge mandate in, uh, you know, on uh, Prime Minister Modi's popularity. Till then, it was uh, Samajwadi Party and Bahujan Samaj Party were the only two, uh, two big political forces in the, in the most politically crucial uh, state in the whole country. Like UP has 80 parliamentary seats. And they had made both the national parties, whether it is uh, BJP or the Congress, irrelevant. Congress has never been able to recover from that. Mm. Uh, BJP has, because it has an ideology, it has a political program, it has an effective leadership. So it has been able to recover from that. But for almost 20 years, they were uh, reigning supreme in, in UP, which is quite credible for a new political force without any legacy or anything. Yeah. So my last question would be, how 
will Yadav's demise affect the Samajwadi Party and his son's leadership, Akhilesh Yadav's leadership in Uttar Pradesh? Yeah, well, you know, the thing is that Mulayam uh, Singh Yadav has been ill for a while, for mm-hmm. almost two years, three years. He's not been very kind of uh, either coherent or politically uh, effective. So his son has been ruling. His uh, demise now is uh, more sort of symbolic. And of course, he w- if he was politically active, it would have been, uh, it would have uh, uh, meant a great deal for Samajwadi Party because Mulan uh, was, was, had the kind of rootedness uh, and strategic vision, which his son uh, just cannot match up with. He was a foot soldier who will go around in a bike. He will, uh, you know, campaign furiously. He, 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 he was the kind of grounded stalwart who could energize people. But uh, because he had been ill for a while, he had not been either campaigning or being uh, sort of active off late. So to that extent, it's more kind of process that has come to an end. I mean, he was 82. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Purnima. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you like our content, please subscribe and share. Thank you.